Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is episode 223 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, Ariel and I are discussing a recent Toronto Star article titled, this is a long title, they paid top dollar for pre-construction homes at the market peak. Now their builder is selling the same model for far less. Enjoy. All right, let's get right into it today. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. We're going to talk today about this Toronto Star article. That Receiving was published. a lot of attention. Yeah, it was published a couple of weeks ago. Headline, they paid top dollar for pre-construction homes at the market peak. Now their builder is selling the same models for far less. It's one of the longest headlines <clears throat> I've ever seen. You know, this that's actually interesting. We can maybe get into it a little bit too, is this is the exact opposite situation to when the developer, I don't know if they go by Addy or ADI, whatever it is. Oh, the condos in Burlington. Yes. I was reading about that again recently because there's been progress on that situation. And it's the exact opposite of this. Yeah. So in that circumstance, people bought low and the builder came back to them Yes, and said, oh, now you got to pay more. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, why would we pay more? And now... But this yes. is very reminiscent to what happened not that long ago, back in 20, what was it, 2017. This happened to me in 2008 when I bought my first so house. So it happened in 2008, 2009, that time frame. Yeah. Then it happened again in 2017, to, right into 2018. Mm -hmm. And now here we are, 2023, it's happening again which actually leads into one of my points. But since you brought this article to the table, I'll let you elaborate a little bit and then I'll get into my couple of... So a common conversation we have with clients is the the risks. And a lot of people are contemplating to buy resale or to buy, do I buy pre-construction? And, you know, a common conversation there, a common point is the risk is elevated when you're buying pre-construction because you're buying into a market and you're not, but you're not closing until a completely different time. You're totally stealing one of my points. Well, that's what happens when Buy you let somebody go first. Buy and sell in the same market. Absolutely. Or be prepared for the repercussions. Now, for the last decade, with few exceptions, pre-construction buyers have... Uh, done very well. They've reaped the rewards. They have closed and made a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars, fifty thousand, whatever the number is, significant amount of uh, appreciation in their home. I guarantee you, if these people, who, by the way, I want to comment on the fact that they bought two, two and a half million dollar properties, boo hoo. Um, if their two and a half million dollar property at closing was worth three million dollars, would be the, would they be cutting the check back for? Right. The increase back well, to Madame? And to the point of the other developer, I don't, again, Addy will say, I don't know if that's correct. But when they did that, they went after buyers and said, you must pay more money now to close. And in some cases, it was into the hundreds of thousands. Uh, and that went to court. And now they're threatening to uh, remove their building license. So it's funny how when the tables are turned, all of a sudden it becomes a problem. But here we are, you buy a house, you're closing in a year or two years, you need to be aware of the risks. And the risks are, you don't know where the market's going to be. Well, and timing was skewed over the last few years because of COVID, because of 
um, supply and demand issues with construction materials, even laborers being unavailable. So you had short supply of building material, short supply of labor. It delayed closings even further. So who knows? I, does it say when these people bought? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really but, matter. Right? It was um, <coughs> upwards of excuse me, anywhere from one to two years ago. Right. And so buy and sell in the same market, you have less exposure to those fluctuations. We've had instances where we've had clients that purchased a new construction home and their budget was based on the current market value of their existing resale home. And they sold their home primarily so it wouldn't affect their budget. Well, and, and then it, they rented something or moved in with family yes. or or whatever. Well, I have a client now who had two <laughs> properties to sell in order to close on their new one. And they, you know, they recognized the market was declining. So we sold early and now they're renting five people in a basement apartment because they didn't want to take the risk of further reductions in the market. Yep. Um, now there's one person here who says uh, today they figure their home is worth about $400,000 less. Now they are relying on the sale of their home to close on the new home. And the builder is now selling the, the home they bought for $500,000 less. That's a $900,000 spread. That's a lot of money. So I do want to talk. One of my other points was, you know, because of this headline, it says now their builder is selling the same models for far less. Don't blame the builder for selling it for far less. Is any gonna, anybody going to buy it at the overinflated price? No. The Builders are much like what happens in the resale market. They price it as best as they can with their education and their data to the market. They want to sell these homes. Well, if the builders' costs go up during that time or there's strikes right, and delays. Which happens all the time. They're not coming after you. And they may have right. a clause for a minor adjustment for certain things. But, you know, if they take on the risk of estimating how much their building costs are going to be. Be very aware of, and I'm going to make a note here, be very aware of the contracts that you're signing with the new home builders. They are not the type of clauses that you would typically sign on a resale home where it's all pre-printed by the uh, Ontario Real Estate Association, as an example. Yes, you can add Well, and even those should be and, thoroughly reviewed for sure. Yes, but every part of the new home builder contract is exactly as their lawyers want to draft it to protect the builder. Yeah. They're not after protecting you, the buyer. Well, and here's another thing. A lot of these pre-construction buyers, because I know many of them, they... They're laughing, or you know, before all this, they were laughing. They're like, "Okay, we're going to buy this house for today's market. I'm going to sell in a year, and I estimate my house to go up ten percent. I'm going to be way ahead, right?" Like they're buying. It's like you're buying on margin, and you're taking a huge risk. Before we got started, I was laughing because this person that's complaining that the home value is now four hundred thousand dollars less, and they bought two homes at two and a half million dollars, and you and I said, "Oh, so." Bought one house for himself, or what? What's the other house for? It's, clearly, it's an investment property. They thought in their mind 
maybe both are investment properties. You said, oh, well, he's saying one well, is for them, one the is for family. Yeah, it's not family. They're they're saying it's for family, so they don't have to pay HST on it. Loopholes. Maybe, maybe. You got to add yeah. a maybe, because last yeah, time okay. you were that, didn't, that sure, confident fine, about something, fine. we ended up taking Whatever. an ethics course. Um. Here's another thing I find funny. Maybe. So it says, Maybe they bought it as an investment. That's right. We don't Wink. know. We don't Wink. know for sure. Ahmed I'll thinks. I'll take an ethics course for it. <laughs> I can whip, whip through that thing pretty quick now. Yeah. Uh, there should be consumer protections. I agree with that maybe to a degree. Like gap insurance. That would be interesting. Uh, for pre-construction home buyers under these circumstances. He said buyers should be allowed to back out of pre-construction sales without penalty. And with their deposits refunded if the builder drops the home price below a reasonable percentage. So you should have no repercussions for backing out of a deal? Like, it's not so the builder's say, fault. Okay. And I'll give you an example. For those of you that have been watching and listening to us for years, you'll know that I invested in Facebook stocks many, many years ago. Now, that stock started at around 20 bucks many, many years ago. It went up as high as 300 and something dollars as early as about a year ago. A few months ago, it dipped down to like 88 bucks. It's back up now to 190-ish. Yeah. So you're telling me if you bought it at 300 and something and it dipped down to $88, that you should have some kind of protection? You should go back to Facebook and say, right. oh, well, you know, I lost 200 and some dollars a, a share and you owe me a piece. Oh, what if you bought it at $88 and now it's at $180? Well, if if it's it, it's got an go. investment, it goes up, it goes down. Deal with it, unless it, you're willing for it to go both ways. So you're saying if it goes down five percent, then you get some sort of compensation or release from the the, the contract. Then if it goes up five percent, then maybe the builder gets the difference. If you, you want that kind of protection, money. buy a cashable GIC, get your one percent interest from the bank. Don't buy real estate. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. Yeah. I just find it funny that, I mean, I find it funny that this is even an article. This you is, know what I mean? Like this Toronto is, Star is becoming the Toronto Sun. Does Toronto Sun even exist I anymore? Need, Nobody reads that crap. What do they call the person, at real estate reporter? I don't even know if this would be, if they'd be classified as a journalist. Like this is not a story. Real estate reporter. This is a bit of a joke. And the only thing they've done with this and the sole purpose of all these companies is just to get views and sure. And we're giving in and, and, yeah, and contributing to it, unfortunately. But total clickbait. It just drives me mad that this is even a story. It's just common sense. You take a risk when you buy anything, especially something like this. I guarantee you, if our clients and our followers, our listeners, read this article, they're doing the boohoo Crimea River. To these people that are complaining. I mean, I certainly have empathy. It sucks to be in that situation. Like, that's brutal. Like, some of these people are taking detrimental hits financially that they may never recover from. But it's something Milton that they should have known getting, getting into it. a preserve West House last March for $1.9 with a view to more space for herself, her husband, and their two young children. She said, Madame is now selling the same house for $400,000 less. Well, newsflash, lady. Uh, the resale market's no different. You could have bought a resale home at $1.9 million a year ago, and it's worth $400,000 last two. Right. My home, which I bought, and your home, which we bought 13 years ago, 
is worth more than we bought it for, but it's worth a shit ton less than it was a year ago. It goes up, it goes down. The key is you have to buy and sell in the same market to protect your finances. And if you don't do that, that means you're gambling and you're gambling with your investment. And then you have to accept the fact that you might gain money or you might lose money. It's like sitting at a blackjack table at the casino. There's your clip. There you go. By the way, next week in episode 224, you're going to want to tune into that one and listen. Um, we're going to talk about what happens if you cannot close on your home purchase. We'll talk about new homes, resale homes. Discuss both. Uh, they're Discuss very similar. Both. They are very similar. Yes. But what happens if you can't close? That'll be in next week's podcast. And if you want to watch all the other 222 episodes, go to ktconfidential.ca. This is 223? 223. Wow. Well, we better hope we publish this for 223 now that we've said it. Oh, actually, quick math, 224. Yes. I don't know. That would have been episode 208. <laughs> I'm thinking... Four, four years. years. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. We probably said that in episode 208. I'm sure we did. There you have it. Yeah. If any of you have been caught in the upturn or downturn, or you have a comment about this particular article and people talking about this topic, I think the only thing, leave a comment. The only thing that should come of this is that builders should maybe have a disclosure saying, when they when they buy, a disclosure saying, this circumstance could occur or this circumstance could occur. Either way, it's yeah. on you. From a legal standpoint, that would be smart on their behalf. Yeah. Question for you. Okay. Somewhat related, a little bit off topic, but it is in the back burner of many discussions. Do you think there should be a cooling off period on a home purchase? Whether it's new home, there is a cooling off period on condos. Why is that? And that's a whole other topic. Ooh, maybe a future topic for KT Confidential. But let's just say, do you think in general speaks, general terms, general discussion of any purchase so of real estate? They've implemented one in BC. Yes. I'm not 100% familiar with it, but I understand that if, so that during the cooling off period, which is, do you know how long it is? I'm not sure. Well, for condos, it's 10 days. No, no, I mean uh, in BC. I I can't recall. We'll find out. But whatever it is, if if the buyer backs out during that cooling off period, they are still liable for a certain amount of money. That's, they're not, I won't speak to it because I don't know. Well, I know for a fact that they they it does cost. We them have a few BC realtors that listen to us, so if you guys want to chime in on it, let us know. Yeah. So it does cost them to back out. I don't think you. I don't think somebody should be able to back out scot free. Like there should be repercussions because. Same as this, like, why would the onus and the risk be 100% on the seller? Like, if you have multiple offers on a resale property and you got five people bidding against each other, as an example, and that's, you know, a circumstance that would warrant getting top dollar, and then the buyer backs out three days later, but the other four buyers have already purchased. Seller's the loser. Seller's losing, sometimes, maybe significantly. So, um, you know, I think I think there should be systems in place but there should nobody should get away without some responsibility. Right. Some kind of penalty. Yeah. Well, and builders like Madame is an example. They used to allow you like an admin fee. Yeah. 
They used to allow you to get your contract. What did they used to do? They've changed it. They'd give you a certain amount of days to get your mortgage in place, but now they don't. Something like that. No, they used to give you the ability to uh, have a lawyer review and they the don't contract. Anymore. No. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. As a purchaser, you would think legally well, you should be entitled to have a legal review. Uh, buying of, anything. Well, not anything, but something of that stature. Yes. Well, anything that would warrant needing a legal contract. <laughs> well, but then it goes to talking about other types of investments like penny stocks. You could drop $100,000 on a penny stock today and it's worth $3 tomorrow. Right. Well, there is just known that if... Well, if, here's just known too. There you go. You'd think so. Except this journalist, and I use that word lightly, felt it... This person warned, that wrote this article. Felt it warranted becoming a story. Hey, maybe this is written by AI. Don't even know. Who is Tess Kalinowski? I don't know. Hey, Tess, leave us a comment. <laughs> All right. There See you, you next it. week. Thanks for watching. There you have it. Thanks for watching. You've made it this far. If you haven't already subscribed, hit that button. Support us. We really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll have another one out next Monday.